It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome back into Running It Straight. We're going to talk about the uh, Storm Warriors Anzac Day game very, very shortly. But a couple of texts that have quickly come through on double eight double three. I like this one. Anzac uh, test in Melbourne. Melbourne was the first port stop for our troops from New Zealand to meet up with the diggers, Aussie soldiers, before being shipped over to Toto, England together. Then they were sent to battle. Important stuff happened in Melbourne. Um, so that's a reason why can be as well. Um, from Joe, enjoy your show, guys. One question. Montoya is off contract at the end of this year. Have you heard of any extension or re-signing of him beyond 2023? I would be gutted if he leaves, as would many others. I tell you what, Joe... The Brecky boys who often get Andrew Webster on or they get um, uh, at least a coach on, get you to ask him that next week, eh, Kim? 100%. Where we'll, are they? Find, we'll find that out for you, Joe, and we'll uh, put it to whoever comes on next Monday. Uh, and Jared says, great show, fellas. Looking forward to Anzac Clash. And 99% sure it won't be the embarrassment it was last year on a day of such significance. Imagine a Warriors win. Defo with Webby and the boys. So let's talk about that game on Tuesday night. We're going to have live coverage here, uh, coverage here on SENZ for you. The kickoff is at 9pm. It's a bit of a late one for a Tuesday night, but it is a public holiday. So the Warriors team named number one chance, Nicole Kloostar, the two wingers, Dallin Martinez-Lesniak, Edward Cossey, Marcelo Montoya, Adam Pompey in the centres, Dylan Walker, Sean Johnson the half. So basically unchanged in the back line from the Cowboys side. Uh, Adam Fanor, Blake, Jazz Tavanga, the two props, Freddie Lussick. Uh, in the number nine jersey, so Wade Egan not quite back from the HIA. Jackson Ford, Maratini Akora, who comes back in off suspension in the second row, and Torhu Harris starts in the 13 jersey. Bailey Seren and Josh Curran, Bunty Afoa, Tom Ali on the interchange for Melbourne. Quickly, Nick Meany at fullback, Will Warbrick, Remus Smith, Justin Mollum, Xavier Coates, Cameron Munster and Jerome Hughes. That's the back line. Uh, Sofa Solomona and Christian Welch, the two props, Harry Grant at hooker, Tro- uh, Trent Liero, Elias Katoa and Josh King are the back rowers. Then uh, Bronson Garlic, Alec McDonald, Tom Eisenhuth, Tariq Sims on the interchange. Now, Kempe, the stats don't favour the Warriors, but it does feel a little bit different this time around in 2023. Yeah, it does. And uh, 12 and under, you know, I think they get 12 and a half points. He starts five bucks at the TAB with the Warriors. I think they're going to be hanging around there um, with the changes. Uh, Kamikamika is out with uh, Nelson coming back in at front row. I think... Uh, that's probably better for us that Nelson's missed a few games because he'll be underdone. Um, the scary part is Munster goes back to six and mean he's back at fullback because, oh, like I said, you should never move Munster and uh, Jerome Hughes. Look what they did the week before. They had to move him back to fullback where they lost all their shape. So I'm pretty sure Webby will do some work there. But getting Maratun uh, Norkori back is huge to, uh, to the side, you know, to throw him back in there. And you have a look at our bench. Now our bench has got some size. So expecting a, a big battle through the middle of the park with that bench that uh, he's chosen. And the way that we're going, you know, we ain't going to be lying down for 80 minutes like, like um, you've just pointed out. I didn't, this this one, like, you're talking 2001, 2002, it's, it's the year you throw the stat book out. If we're going to go stats, then next week we should never, uh, last week we should never win the game. Correct. You know what I mean? Spot on. It is like, it is like that this year where teams, uh, where you're looking at stats, you're trying to make decisions. Well, mate, the first seven rounds, how many winners could you pick? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't think anyone's gone eight from eight and tipping so <laughs> and tipping so far. No, so I think look, I think this game is some significance. I think at the moment too, like it, it is a massive. I love that text about you know our diggers going and meeting over there and then travelling off um, on their on their journeys and stuff like that. Like I think there is some meaning that 
Andrew Webster could probably build in and around this team when they go there, mm-hmm. you know, and get them to actually feel. Because I've been over there in a Melbourne game and seen how Frank Panisi and Craig Bellamy um, attach the Melbourne team to it. It is one of their biggest games of the year. Yeah, you know, the whole of the state buys into Anzac Day, and what we need to do just to make sure that we stay with them um, is to make sure that we know the significance of that game that Melbourne put um, on it just as much. Yeah, their results in 2023 should give Warriors fans confidence. They went down to the Bulldogs 26-12 in round two. They lost to the Titans in round uh, three, 38-34. Only, I wouldn't say only just, but 24-12 against the Tigers wasn't convincing. And then they lose to Manly last week, 18-8, which is probably the big surprise for a lot of people. Uh, A text that has come in here from Dave says, uh, Kempi, is there a way we can at least win one of these next three games against Penrith, Roosters, Melbourne? What are your predictions? So, of those of the three teams we've got coming up, who do you think is the most likely scalp the Warriors can pick up? Oh, I think I think they all are. Seriously, I've had a look at it. Like if you have a look at what the Roosters are doing at the moment, like Sam Walker's just been dropped. They've moved Joey Manu back to five eight, and he's not going that well. And then you've got Brandon Smith playing like a second grader at the moment. The Roosters that's that's a spine like against this great Rooster side. They they're struggling just as much as what Melbourne are with um, the way that they put Munster back the fullback last week. So. Oh, I think that either one of these games, if they can pick up one of these next three, and then they go and get the Bulldogs who are struggling with injury at the moment mm-hmm. before they go on a buy, that's four out of six, yep. isn't it? Yeah. You know, then I think that's when, if you have a look at the back end of their their um, their draw, it's looking very favourable. I agree. One more text here before we take a break because we have to we have to take one more. Uh, is it a bit of a worry that Wade Egan's again uh, off again with concussion? Yeah, it is because Lusick can't direct the traffic like Wade Egan can. Wade Egan's having a season where he's he's making me eat my own sick. You know what I mean? Um, he's actually stepped up Wade Egan this year. It's unfortunate that he's kept, kept copping a few. See the defensive. Sorry for cutting that conversation short, but. The defensive effort this year has got people putting their heads in places like Tomati Martin just said that they don't normally do it, including Wade Egan. Being the smaller man in and around this this ruling where players are trying to win the wrestle in the middle of the park, he's unfortunately had a couple of HIAs. We've just got to make sure we manage him because um, from Lusick, who's just getting the job done, we haven't got anyone like Egan that can come in and, and actually demand what he's been doing in and around that middle of the pitch. I agree. We'll take one more break. When we come back, we'll just quickly run through predictions for the rest of Round 8 in the NRL.